Welcome to Small Biz Flash, where owners and managers get their flash briefing on small business news, trends, and insights so they can make better decisions and increase their business's value. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. Giving customers personalized attention has a high ROI, but only when you can keep the cost of labor down in the process. After the news roundup, I'll explain how your business can offer great customer service using chatbots without breaking the bank. All right, let's dive in. The state of the economy continues to grab headlines. Last week, the official second quarter GDP number came in, and as suspected, the economy shrank. The decline of 0.9% follows a first quarter drop of 1.6%, meaning the U.S. is in the traditional definition of a recession. There are several components making up the GDP formula, and most of them were in negative territory for Q2, including business inventories. But what has economists most concerned is persistent inflation. The Personal Consumption Expenditures Price, or PCE, index, which is the Federal Reserve's preferred method for measuring inflation, rose 6.8% in June from a year ago, the highest rate since 1982. How bad is the economic news impacting the consumer? It's still on a downward trend by most measures. The Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index decreased in July, following a larger decline in June. The index now stands at 95.7, down 2.7 points from June. Additionally, workers are less sure now they can improve their financial situation over the next six months than at any time since late 2020, according to data from LinkedIn's Workforce Confidence Survey. The Index of Consumer Sentiment from the University of Michigan showed a nominal improvement in July at 51.5 from the all-time record low in June of 50.0. So far, consumers' glum outlook on the economy hasn't seemed to catch up with their spending habits. Consumer spending increased 1.1% in June. However, income ticked up only 0.6%, meaning consumers are either dipping into savings or using credit. The soaring cost of gasoline is a likely culprit for this behavior, which is unsustainable long-term. Consumer spending is responsible for approximately two-thirds of economic activity in the U.S. The Small Business Administration has revised upward its eligibility limits for how much a company can earn to still be considered small. The exercise, required by law every five years, modified revenues-based standards across 16 business sectors. The SBA estimates that the changes will mean an additional 59,000 firms will now be able to tap into its federal contracting and loan programs. The Securities and Exchange Commission delivered its annual Small Business Forum report to Congress last week, summarizing panelists' feedback on how to improve capital raising policy for smaller companies and their investors. Several recommendations dealt with broadening the definition of an accredited investor to increase the number of private individuals eligible to invest in small businesses. A link to the full report is available in the show notes. Small business owners, your finances are the cornerstone of your business. You need a bookkeeping partner who will keep your AP, AR, and financial statements on track. 
SBS Accounting and Advisors are pros at managing small business finances. For 16 years, they've been helping owners just like you make better decisions and grow their profits. Go to their website today to set up a free 30-minute consultation, sbsaccountants.com. Use the promo code FLASH and get 20% off your setup fee. Again, that's sbsaccountants.com. Positive customer experience is critical to the long-term profitability of your business. Make customers unhappy and they'll leave. See that bag of money flying away? As artificial intelligence becomes better at completing everyday tasks, strategic thinkers need to ponder how AI can move their company forward. Some AI applications can launch without a lot of time and trouble. One example is a chatbot. You've no doubt interacted with a chatbot before. These automated tools are already used on many websites. They give customers instant access to information and increase their satisfaction and connection with the brand. And customer engagement is a critical value driver. A recent survey sponsored by the company Intercom found that 88% of executives agree that customer engagement has a significant impact on their organization's bottom line. Chatbots today can perform a wide variety of functions, from answering questions to scheduling demos to assisting with making a purchase. Depending on how a chatbot is configured, it can personalize a prospect's experience based on the web pages they visit. These highly customized interactions can also be designed to encourage visitors to share their contact information. In fact, a context-appropriate, low-commitment call to action can be programmed into a chatbot for any number of scenarios. For instance, let's say your small business sells sealants to construction companies and a visitor to your site has gone to your sealant product page. Your chatbot could immediately engage with the prospect to ask if he has questions about a particular item and also to tell him about your upcoming webinar on your new line of sealants. If he wants to sign up, he could submit his email directly to the chatbot and be instantly registered for the webinar. Chatbots have reached the point where they can generally figure out the intent of a customer's question and direct the customer either to the right person or possibly find an answer without human intervention. To get the answers, AI can evaluate a variety of your company's knowledge assets, FAQs, articles on your blog, and instruction sheets, among others. It's estimated that about 80% of questions can be answered using this methodology. While a big advantage of chatbots is their 24-7 availability and the reduced need for employees to jump in, keep expectations real. You can't launch your chatbot and then just let it be. Chatbots aren't as good as humans at back-and-forth conversations, so they won't be able to take over all customer interactions. Sometimes a human will need to intervene. Now it's time for a correction. Last week, I reported the U.S. Department of Labor was going to engage in new rulemaking on determining employee or independent contractor status under the Fair Labor Standards Act. In that segment, I misspoke when I said that, quote, the burden of proof will likely be on the business to prove an individual is not an independent contractor, end quote. What I meant to say is that the burden of proof will likely be on the business to prove an individual is not an employee. 
Thanks to one of my regular listeners for pointing out that mistake. If you have any corrections, comments, or suggestions, please email me. My email address is in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Flash. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. If you enjoy the show, please help me expand its reach by telling one other person about the podcast. I sure do appreciate it, and I'll see you next week.